0: Tell you about Man I've swapped complete failure as a Kickstarter. Star Fox Command is the first game
1: that you get to be Anthony Birch. The first of many fuck you's. Like a fucking Looney am The only stipulation was behave yourself and keep your dick in your pants, and you have
0: not followed through on that. Hey Tad. Yes, Alex. Let me tell you about the Dark Souls of the Persona series, also known as Shimagami Tensei. How long has this fucking series been around? Alright. Like? So it's been around for a little over twenty years now, and it has a lot. A lot of games. We're talking games, spin-off games, we got fucking novels, we got TV shows, we got some fucking movies. Did you know they even have a Pokemon styled spin-off? Because they were upset that even though
1: they came out first, Pokemon stole their thunder and made their own Pokemon game. Huh. Now okay, so so you said it's about twenty years old, so it was at the end of the nineties? Yes. Nin- when did Final Fantasy come out? Well, I'm not
0: sure when Final Fantasy originally came out, but it's but the whole thing's actually based originally off of a book that was released in nineteen eighty six. Yeah, the, okay. the original uh, book, it was a manga, ca- sorry, graphic novel, i use the English word because I'm not a fucking weeaboo, written by a guy named Aya Nishitani, I don't know Japanese, forgive me, and so then Atlas made a game about it, and then they just kept making more and more and more and more games about it, and even if you never actually heard of Shin Megami Tensei, you actually have, because you know what Persona is, right? Yes, it's
1: my favorite game series.
0: Yeah, everyone's fucking favorite anime fucking JRPG. That's the spin-off series of Shin Megami Tensei. It used to be called Shin Megami Tensei Persona, but for Persona 5, they got rid of that uh, title. So that was just Persona 5.
1: Okay. So, now, y- you told me before we started recording that you had, like, this long thing about the history of the series and all this horse shit. Yeah. And then, like, threw it out. Because you just want to talk about the fourth game? Is it the fourth one?
0: It, technically speaking, no, because there's, like again, the, the shitload of fucking spinoffs, but it's the fourth main line game where, like, the main series, like, you know how there's, like, Super Mario, but then there's, like, new Super Mario Brothers and then new Super Mario Brothers 2, but you still, like, Super Mario Brothers and, then, like, Mario 64, 4, you know? They, they do that shit where they just make a bunch of different fucking titles. So it's the fourth mainline game, but that also has a sequel, kind of like how Final Fantasy 10 had Final Fantasy 10 2 called Shimagami Tensei 4 Final, also known as Apocalypse in fucking uh, America. I really want to talk about 4 and 4 Final, because they're both directly uh, related to each other, and I
1: really, really like these games. Parts of these games. Okay. So, so yeah, now, as, a, as a, a preamble's not the right word, um... Uh, fuck! I, I I ain't no fucking speak no English major. Uh, I don't know shit about SMT, and I barely know shit about Persona. Really, all I know about SMT as a whole is it's like hardcore JRPG that's been around for a while. So this yeah. is gonna be this is gonna be an Alex episode.
0: Oh boy, I'm so nervous. All right, so I'm just gonna go right into four. So four is about. Uh... You and your samurai buddies, who have to go through a large dungeon labyrinth called Naraku and defeat demons in there. Very simple plot, but then the deeper you go down, you come across this tower that you scroll down and you realize that you're you've been living on top of what used to be Japan this whole fucking time. You're like on another land just built right on fucking top of it.
1: So, so the, the land you come from is like is it, like, all... Is it, like, a natural place, or is it, like, all, like, fucking buildings and, like, towns and shit? It's a literal giant rock dome
0: that just has, like, plant Like, it's basically like a whole new set of earth just, like, built over Japan. And people uh, were brought up there to live up there, but you learn that later... Uh, you, you're in this place called Mikado, the Eastern Kingdom of Mikado, and everyone there, it's like, a, it's like an old, like, western, like, castle and villages, and people become samurai, but they're not like the samurai that you think of. They have, like, these blue jackets and these fucking gauntlets and shit. But it's this real cool thing. So it starts off like this game's gonna be, like, a fantasy-styled game. Then you get down into the fucking pit, and you're like, oh, shit. This is the modern day. So... Through this journey, the entire plot of the story... Well, most of these uh, games have the same thing of uh, Law versus Chaos. And then if you're a coward, you can pick Neutral. So each time you have a friend that comes with you on your journey that represents each faction. So with this case, you have your samurai buddies who, while you're going through Japan and learning all these like different things about the people who live down there, their points of view on the world start to change. And you can side with one of them. So you've got Walter, who is my guy, who is Chaos. you got Jonathan, who's uh, Law. And then you have Isabeau, who is Neutral. And through the game, you get all these dialogue choices that are pretty obvious what they do. You know, it's just like, do you want to be an asshole or do you want to be a
1: bootlicker? Much like in do Mass Do you want to be effect. a Grinch or do you want to be a saint? Yeah, do you want to be pretty a Grinch. Grinch. Yeah, some of them. Saint? Sunt. Now, okay. Now, you said the one girl was neutral. Does that mean in like every situation she's just like, hmm, I don't know? Well, she I usually guess. just
0: doesn't have much to say when situations come up. So, like, there'll be like a situation where it's like, uh, you know, would you say. You know, you know, the common morality test of, like, would you steal from this guy to, like, feed your family, you know? Like, Jonathan would be like, no, I would never steal. Walter would be like, well, if it saved my family, yes, i do it. Isabel would say, duh, and then you have to make the choice. <laughs>
1: just won't do it. So how do you go a neutral route? Do you just choose an equal amount of law and chaos? Yes, and you legitimately need a guide
0: for it. It's very complex. <laughs> it's super easy to go through either law or chaos. Cause it's just like whenever you pick a choice, Walter or Jonathan will just kinda chime in. So like, yeah, I agree. But like, you have to specifically look and make sure you have Because it doesn't have a meter. It's not like Mass Effect where you have the little like thing that builds up with the Paragon or Renegade options. It's a mm-hmm. hidden meter. So you have to keep checking it mentally or just read a fucking guide. But there's eventually a splitting point. So like it's this really cool bit where you're going through like different versions of Tokyo. Like I'm skipping a bunch of the stories so I can get into fucking uh final, of course. But uh you get to this point where you start warping to different versions of Tokyo to see the extremes of these visions. Because, like, initially, Walter and Jonathan are just kind of like... They, they don't hate each other. They're just like, you know, I want to do it this way, and I want to do it this way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then they get more and more invested in the different things. Like, Jonathan starts saying, like, man, the people down in Tokyo kind of fucking suck, and so do all these demons. The angels are right. And Walter's like, how could you fucking say that? The people here are struggling. You fucking rich-ass motherfucker. Because, like, Walter is a poor peasant like you, but Jonathan was, like, a rich guy up there. So, like, Walter is siding with the people and the demons and shit, but then starts going more to the demon side and starts forgetting his initial initial reasoning was to try to help uh, the poorer people. But now Walter really just kind of wants to be on top. Okay. But, uh, but like, and, uh, they, they change. It's super cool. But there's a splitting point where you both are going to these different worlds. And this is kind of where I started to kind of get a little iffy on Walter and, and the chaos work that I was doing. Because initially it was making sense We're like there's this part where uh, you're going through this tunnel. And it's like, hey, you're f- imagine now you're in a situation. Your friend has been crippled and is in a vegetative state. There's no chance of ever bringing them back. Would you put them out of their misery, or would you keep them alive for your own satisfaction? Jonathan's like, well, I'm not going to kill my friend. That's horrible. I'm going through this door. Walter's like, I'm not going to keep him alive just so I can feel better about myself. If he's, if he, he's basically dead, I'm just going to you know, put him out of his misery, and I'll go through this door. So then that becomes, he goes into the fucking infernal Tokyo when everything's on fire. There's gunshots, and the, those demons are like, yeah, here, only the strong survive. and We get to meet the rules. And Walter's like, yeah, this is my kind of place. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like, Walter, I think you
0: kind of jumped the gun there.
1: Yeah, there's a big difference between those two.
0: But, uh, eventually they start to fight, and they split off, and you and you pick whoever you sided with. So if you went with Walter, then you and Walter go to resurrect Lucifer, which is totally a good idea, by the way. <laughs> then, uh, then, uh, you and Jonathan would go resurrect Merkaba, which sounds less like a bad idea. And then, or you or Isabeau... Go off. And then Walter and Jonathan split off anyway you to fight both of them now. And neutral's okay. the canon route, by the way. But, like, I went with Walter because,
1: you know, chaos, so what, the fuck does, what the fuck does they neutral turn? Like, neutral. you're calling the guy to do neutral, <laughs> do you just, like, not do anything?
0: So, here's the big thing with SMT. Yeah, being neutral is just, hey, can't we get someone else to do it?
1: <laughs> so you and Isabel
0: just fight both of them and try to make sure that, and the game ends with just well maybe this will get fixed dum dee dum You just kind of make it worse. So with Walter you resurrect Lucifer who looks like handsome squidward and you uh, you kill jo- you kill Walter in order to do that uh, because he has the, uh, Because Lucifer is, like, too weak to be summoned down on his own, so he has to, like, have a human vessel or some shit. So he comes in, looks like Handsome Squidward, and his voice is filtered to fuck, and he sounds like... Rrr, 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 when he talks to you. And he's like, now let's go destroy the eastern kingdom of Akado and destroy all those angels. And you're like, yeah, sure, that sounds like a good idea. So you go up there, you set everything on fire, people are running around getting chased by demons, you can talk to the demons, of are like, yes, it's awesome, woohoo, yeah! And then you sit on top of the castle with Lucifer, who's now transformed back into his little girl form, which, by the way, he has that. He's like, huh? isn't th- isn't this awesome? Okay. Isn't this awesome, bro? You,
1: me, we're ruling this town for chaos and everything's just on fire and it Everyone's dead. We did it, main character. We saved the city. Yeah, so, uh, chaos is just for the edge alerts.
0: At first it was making sense, but then I was just kind of in for the ride, because I already took it. already took it, just gonna go through with it.
1: <laughs> now, if you, um, so so let's say that once you got to the point where it's, um, everything's on fire, and you went, oh, fuck, and then you started going law, what would have happened? Would you have still, like, kind of ended up the chaos rock because you went too deep?
0: Yeah, so you, what you because you, it's based on whatever meter you had most filled up, and then the split will happen. It's not based on dialogue choice, it's just like, say, say you had like 20 chaos points, but only 10 law. So when Walter and Jonathan fight, and then they're like, hey, go fuck you, and they both went their separate ways, you would just follow whoever you had the most like meter with.
1: Oh, okay. It's I on see. its
0: own. So you had to have it before a certain cutoff point. But what you did say does show up in 4 Final, and I'll get to that in one bit. I need to do one last gameplay thing, because this is an upgrade that happens in the sequel as well. So, while you're going through this adventure, you have the partner system. So, you have you and your demons. Which, if you didn't know, actually... It's probably, this, this is probably the big thing about SMT. is uh, You don't have a party. Like a typical JRPG, where it's you and your gang. You have the demons. Kind of like with Pokemon, where you catch them. You have to go up to a demon and convince him to join you. So, this is actually where Toby Fox got the idea to talk in uh, Undertale. Fun fact, he stole it from this. You Ooh. go up to a demon. So, say it'll be like, I don't know, uh, an Oni. The big red dude with a spear. He'd be, and you're like, hey, want to join my party and help save the world? And I'll be like, hmm, what's in it for me? And you're like, uh, I can give you some maka. And he's like, hmm, give me, give, me, give me 500 maka. He's like, okay, hmm, give me a lifestone. Okay, you know what? You really helped me out, buddy. Here's a lifestone, and I'll join your party. Wink. And then there, now the, <laughs> now the, now the Oni is out in your party. So it's going to be you and Oni saving the fucking world together. And you can also fuse demons together give them better abilities and shit. And that's what you do. But the. It's super fun because the game is like. will always be super serious in every single one with like the plot and everything. But then the demons will just be assholes. Like, hey, give me a lifestone. Okay. So long, sucker. And they'll just leave. And he just lost the demon. He's gone. And you lost your lifestone. Like, sucks to be you. They just fuck you over. Or I was watching a guy play uh, Nocturne. A demon comes in, gets the first turn, gives itself Dragon Eye, gives itself seven turns of combat, walks up to him, and says, hey, what do you think it is today? Like and you think it's a pretty good day. Yeah, I think so too. Mwah. Blows blows a kiss and then leaves. Just leaves. What?
1: <laughs> what the end. Those are the
0: those are the demons. They're fucking great. So, anyway, with the partner system, to uh, add the kind of addition of your samurai party, one of them will just randomly jump in to help you fight. So say it'll be you, Centaur, Oni, and a po. And then Walter be like, heh, most unlucky for you. He'll jump in and cast, like, fire magic to help you out. And by help you out, I mean get you fucked. Because the, the first fucking boss of the game, the Minotaur, is resilient to fire. So if he hits it, he'll smirk. Another gameplay mechanic will make him automatically crit, which gives him an extra turn, which means he'll just die. So if, you, so, if you ever get Walter in that boss fight, and this is why there's like a billion memes for that fucking fight, you will legitimately have to restart the game, because now you can't win. Very well-programmed game. But, uh, they jump in to help you fight, but their AI kind of sucks. So, you do all that, hang out with your buddies, chaos was right, the end. Now, I want to get into 4 too. 4 is a very good game, but the thing is, is that it's actually a pretty good game. So, I don't actually have much to insult. See... Apocalypse, that's a big yikes for me.
1: So, Tad. A big ol' one- So you're saying that'd be like a one-way trip to Yiker's Island? It's a Gameplay-wise,
0: it's actually probably the best that series has been, out of all the games that I've played, anyway. Story-wise, though, you like Persona 4, Tad? Oh, I love it. It's my favorite video game. And this is going to be your favorite game ever. So, I'm sure you as a homestucker knows what it feels like to a lot of people out there when a series is focused on one thing but then like the sub thing becomes more popular so the main series gets degraded as a result to try to match the sub
1: thing you know what I'm, you know what i'm saying yeah like there's some aspect that was just kind of showed up and then uh for some reason or another it became kind of the main focus and then you uh you'd you re- you kind of Leave behind the original thing that brought in most of the people who were enjoying it, yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not that familiar with anything like that, I'm sure. You know, Alex, you know, it's just fine, you know, it's fucking homestuck, yeah. It's fine, it's fine. So, not fine. You know how big
0: Persona 4 was, and I actually, now I didn't even realize this until I was looking deeper into this, looking behind the artist whose name is Doi. Uh,
1: that's an unfortunate name,
0: that's an unfortunate name, yes. So, Mm -hmm. Atlas made the Persona series as a spinoff of SMT, but it got way, way, way bigger and way more popular than the actual SMT thing, the actual uh, original mainline games. Mm -hmm. So, very progressively, every other product Atlas has made, they tried to take bits and bits of what made Persona good and put it into their other games. Like, I didn't even realize this, because I didn't even know Trauma Center was made by Atlas, and as they made more and more Trauma Center games... They made more and more like anime pandering, kind of like like high school anime hijink things like into their game. You can see this with a lot of the art because the, they have the same artist, who is Doi.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. so, I always d- wanted to try uh, Trauma Center, but I just never got around to it because it seemed like a cool idea. You know, like, oh, fuck, you got to use your DS. It was um, an early DS game. Some of those... Um, a lot of Nintendo systems have kind of a fucking gimmick to it. If you mm-hmm. look at the really early games on it, some people use that gimmick in really odd ways. Or for like like it doesn't need to be here, you know? Like Trauma Center like uh Trauma Center had you cutting like lines and shit. You had like Cook and Mama and all that shit. Uh a lot of games were fucking losing their mind over having a map on the top screen of the DS and shit. It's pretty cool. I like to look back, like at the first uh, few Wii games and how they handled it. Well, we uh, could agree that the worst gimmick on the DS was the fucking mic, right? Oh my god! I gave my nephew uh, my DS when I went to my uh, to my older brother's uh, uh, fucking. I almost said funeral, but I meant to say <laughs> marriage. But hey, guys, what's the difference? <laughs> oh, humor! And uh, I gave him my DS to keep him occupied. And he was playing that uh, Electroplankton game. He was just yelling into it, Rick and Morty. It would come back all distorted, and he fucking hated it. He hated Electroplankton. (laughs) He thought it was the worst game.
0: (laughs) Uh, I'm saying, because I always wanted to try that game, but never got around to it. You're not missing much. (laughs) All right, so. What a shame. So, with what I was getting with with this is that they try and fail miserably to take what made Persona really appeal to a lot of people, which is just, it's, well, art anime, more anime-focused art style, and it's kind of like, I'm just gonna say it's pandering, it's weeb pandering bullshit, that's the way I could say that, and it didn't work for Trauma Center, and Trauma Center died for it, but they also tried to do it with SMT4 slightly the partner system was a step in that direction because you usually go on your adventure on your own and then kind of meet up with your allies at at predetermined like intervals so with final if uh i know this is a podcast we're gonna give you visual format here here is what the game and i I expect you to put this in a video sweetie here's what four looks like here's its art promoting the game now here's four finals art promoting the game you can see a massive difference already in a main
1: focus of what's going on on screen, that that dude in the first one, uh, SMT four on the right, he looks like the teacher from Persona Five with like that hair.
0: Oh yeah, that's Jonathan, that's the law guy, and then Walters on the left. And Jonathan, Jonathan, whose demons are a bit different, by the way, did literally nothing <laughs> wrong. Yeah, if you play SMT four, it's one of those games like Dragon's Dogma or Star Fox, where you're just gonna hear the same four or five voice clips a lot, so you just get used to it. Most unlucky for you. Behold, my demons. I love that game. Yeah, and I'll tell you right
1: now, I'm not going to remember to put those in a video, so I'll just put it in the description or something. Nice. All right, so
0: anyway. Epic epic for the fucking win, gamers. So anyway, with four, they reduced the age of the protagonist from 18 to 15. Already a red flag Uh right there. Already Uh going off a bad spot. And when I first saw the character, where it had this art, this art right here, which I'm also going to, a uh, podcast visual thing. When I saw this picture, I thought the protagonist was a chick. I thought it was a punk rock lesbian lady, but no, it's a dude named Nanashi. So the plot of this game is you die. In the beginning of the game, you just get fucking murked by a fucking big-ass horse peacock demon. And then you go down through, like, what looks like hell, and Dogda, the dude in the back with the skeleton face, is right there waiting for you. And he says, kid, I'll bring you back to life. But you have to do exactly what I say. And you're like, well, you can just say no and the game just ends right there because it's one of those games. Or you can say <laughs> yes. Or you can say yes and he revives you, fills you up with green energy, which is why he's got green eyes and the scar and like the weird hand thing. And then you come back to life. Now is his puppet. You are his God Slayer. You're going to do everything he tells you. So instead of being do large. Exactly.
1: Chaos, pop exactly. Exactly as I do. Like that yeah. Spongebob thing. Remember that, Alex? I don't know if you know that that Spongebob quote. Whoops, forgot my hat. Whoops, forgot my hat. <laughs> so what
0: with this, with, with this whole means is that there's no more law and chaos, which is already another big thing that people didn't like, because that's always been the thing with with uh SMT games. Now it's bonds or anarchy. So throughout the course of the game instead of just getting the three partners you have at the start now you progressively get or lose them in like a traditional jrpg party fashion where you start with asahi then you get navar then hallelujah and nozomi etc you get all your little buddies with you and okay so how do i describe how annoying they are the way they talk to you is uh what's the word you know like an it's- oblivion where where it feels like they're talking like a you know the Oblivion Mage Tower quest where it's like we can't figure out this puzzle, but it's been stumbling us great mages for years. I mean, you like solve it in five minutes, and they like applaud
1: you for it. Where it just feels like like a, what's the word? It's um, it's like it's playing um, like they're prostrating themselves for you. Like oh wow, you're so smart. Wow, you know you. And man, hmm, you know, the use of you implies that it also goes to you, the player, are so smart and cool and an epic gamer. Fortnite Dab. Like that shit where they're like, the, "Yeah, you are so cool and big and important. Golly gee, look at you go. Like that kind of shit. Yeah,
0: it's just the way they talk to you makes me so angry. Let me explain my playthrough because it's very funny. You're going to love it. Here's how I play the game. Oh, I bet game. I will. Started the <laughs> game. Cool. Started the game saying, all right, I'm not sure who to side with yet. All my friends told me Dogda was right. But I go in and Asahi, who's the, who's the filthy Frank-looking girl with the blue shirt and the goggles, is like, wow, Dad, is she? you're so awesome. I leaned over and said, I'm going to side with Dogda now. She dies first.
1: i hated her
0: immediately but then here's the thing i'm going through the entire game just being an asshole every single dialogue choice for being rude is really funny it's like whenever you do don't use that phone and you can it says do you want to use the phone totes or but asahi said wait so obviously i said totes i would take that anyway because it's funny (laughs) just little things like that to be an asshole it's like we got to help those people you just say nah screw them it's funny, I'm gonna take that. And there's a part where Dogda comes in and says, Look, kid, I don't like your dumb friends either, but you gotta follow them for now. This might be a good excuse to get a lay of the land. Now get out there and help them, kid. So even, hmm. like, the game knows that it's kind of being stupid. But then there's this one point in the fairy forest where you meet Dogda's mother, the Danu. They're Celtic gods, by the way, if you didn't know that. So they are actually related in their original mythology. And Danu's like, "Dogda, come out here right now, young man. He's like, what do you want, ma'am? Dogda, what are you up to with this human? And he's like, Eh, you wouldn't understand. I'm doing something that needs to be done, mother. Gonna kill every last god and demon there is. I'm gonna change the world, and no one's gonna stand in my way. And she's like, Please stop being edgy in front of your human friends. He's like, You don't understand me. And then goes back into your phone. And I said, Dogda's the lamest video game character I ever saw. And went... Through the rest of the game trying to make up the mistakes that I had made of siding with him. I was picking every single bootlicker option because I hated my <laughs> friends, but I hated Dogda more in that one moment where he got grounded
1: grounded in front of his friends. <laughs> Fuck. So when do you get the option to kill all your friends?
0: It's in in the very... uh, It's the first to last dungeon, the big cosmic egg. Big plot things happen that I won't spoil for the sake of time. No, not for your sake, just for the sake of fucking time. So you go (laughs) into this dungeon, and Dogda's like, All right, enough of this shit. Now, kid, choose. You either make a new universe with this egg with me... You listen to your dumb friends. And here's a fun thing you brought up earlier of, of checking aside. So before it was automatic, but now you have to mainly choose. So say if you were an asshole the whole playthrough, but then, like, inciting with Dogda, but then immediately went with your friends anyway, Dogda would punish you. He's like, Oh, so you think you could just do that, huh? He'll snap his fingers, and all of your demons in your inventory will disappear. Ooh. And then, and if you say you're a friend to your buddies the entire game, and then you go and say, you know what? I want to side with Dogda. Fuck you guys. Navar says, Oh, you're gonna do that, huh? Well, he'll clap his hands and all your items will disappear out of your inventory. So well, you one get, of
1: those is significantly worse than the other.
0: <laughs> yeah, the items, because you can just buy your demons back after the fight's over. So anyway... <laughs> yeah, I thought that one was gonna be worse, didn't you? So anyway, you then have to either fight Dogda or fight all your friends. And I actually really like this fight on the Dogda half, because... It starts with Nozomi and Navarre. It's like, we trusted you after everything we've been through, and you kill him. And she's like, please, I know there's still a good part in you somewhere. And he's like, come on, kid. She's obviously just going to shoot you. So you got to reach for her hand, and she tries to shoot you in the head, but it just bounces off because you're so powerful. She's like, damn. And then she dies. And then when you kill them, they give you, like, their speeches. Daddy's like, oh, no, 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 kid. Not yet. Now. Kill the rest. And then boom, 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 all the rest of your
1: friends show up and you have to kill them all now, too. It's super fucking cool. That's pretty, that's actually pretty rad. That reminds me, did I ever tell you about the, um, um, Shadowrun Hong Kong, or no, it was Dragonfall, where if you decided to kill all the dragons, like there was, um, the, the, the planet Dragonfall, and, and this is like a, this came out like 2015, something like that, it's pretty recent. Um, you can decide like, hey, yo, fuck dragons, and taking out the dragon, like, would also mean taking out like your community the bazaar. and doing mm-hmm. so your friends are all like all of your party members like hey how about you fuck off like you want you want to cut that shit out anyway like, nah eat shit and so what you do is you end up teaming up with like this orc dude and then you and him have to kill the rest of your team or you can't, like, you have to kill each one of them, and, like, every turn they have, like, another thing to say to you. hmm And you have to, like, play around their abilities and the items that you gave them and shit. It's really cool. I like games that let you turn your back on your party. Like, I really hope in Rune I get to fucking shoot Ralsei's stupid face off. I tried turning him into a psychopath murderer in the demo by trying to get him to deal the finishing blow on every enemy, but... Choices don't matter. So
0: the uh the good version, don't worry, Ted, you'll kill him. Just you wait. After all, you have to accept all the consequences for that game. So the good boy version of that fight is way lamer, in my opinion. Cause what happens is like dive is like, oh, so you're just gonna do that, huh? Well, I guess I'll just do this and stabs his fingers, and all the power he gave you drains away. Cause remember, you died. He didn't bring you back to life. He just put his hand up your ass like a puppet. So you removed a hand, and now you're just, you just start like bleeding and like dropping down to the ground because he never brought you back. You're still just a corpse that he's like manipulating with strings. So you start to die, and then Don is like, well,. Guess I'm going to have to do something desperate then, because Donnie's just with you this whole fucking time, too, because she's in Nozomi. She recreates Dagda, a new one, and he's like, wait, what? And he makes the new Dagda's like, ah, yes, I am the strongest of the Duwatha Day, and I will use my power to help humanity. And Dagda's like, oh, so that's my replacement? Some weak idiot who depends on others? All right, that's it. I'm just going to kill all you right here. And it says, Dagda's stats greatly increase, and then the yeah. real fucking fight starts. The real, like, boss theme kicks in. That's kind of it, fun. Yeah. So you never actually deal with anything with Dugda. You just replace him with a different Dogda that stops being edgy. <laughs> and then uh, the the very last bit of the game is actually really cool where you have to fight God. So a big... Just thing like is fucking
1: a- every JRPG. Yes. Actually, You know what? This is probably where that like, trope comes from. These games.
0: Yes. A lot of JRPG things come from SMT, which also just makes Atlas mad that like all these other JRPGs are more popular than the things that created all these ideas. Especially the ah. spinoff series, they will never live it down. So God is a big golden head. His name is Yahweh, also mm-hmm. known as Record Scratch, because you, he's so powerful you can't actually say his name. It gets it gets censored uh, when you just speak it. It's, it's actually super cool. So the entire plot is all these demons wanna break out of God's fucking bullshit. They wanna make a god slayer and kill God. Krishna, Odin, and Maitreya, gods who probably aren't even all that evil, wanna all you know, wanna destroy this world and recreate it. Dagda wants to do that too, but he doesn't wanna make a well, we're like a bunch of gods all spits evening. No, No 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 fuck that. He doesn't want to be a god anymore. He doesn't want humans to pray to fucking gods. Fuck it. He wants humans to take care of themselves, because he used to be a force of nature. He used to be the rain, and the rivers, and, like, the wind blowing in the trees. But humans have the power of perception, much like the orcs in Warhammer, that whatever they see and believe, if enough of them do that, it becomes real. So so humans in the olden days in SMT would be like, man, why does it rain? Oh, that's because of this god. Like, why does it the sunshine? Oh, that's because of Quetzalcoatl. And then and like six, like sixty of them believe it, and the Kitsukoto like will form. He'll become a real thing. Their their powers depend on humanity, which is why the smarter demons try to enslave and manipulate humans rather than just kill them. Because if they killed human humans, then they would die too. And that's also why demons can't kill each other because they're just concepts. That's why they need to get a God Slayer. That's why Dogda gets you because okay. he can't he can't kill God, but you can because you created him in a sense, right? So what you do in this boss fight is actually pretty. It's, hey, this boss fight's better in the Bonds version with all your friends because you get to God and he's like, "I am all that I am," and then like a bunch of billion little like golden heads fly around. And he just fills the entire universe with him because he is the will, he is the universe. And what you do is what you fight God. He takes like like very little damage, and it says, "We have to fucking uh, break our perception of what he is in order to fight him." So you have each one of your friends denounce God. So it's like God would be like. I'm this beautiful thing, and I help all people. And you're like Navar, tell him he's a piece of shit. He's like, you say you help all these people, then what about us and all this bullshit? Why do you just sit here and like? Why do you sit here and demand praise while giving nothing back and all this shit? And the guy's like, ooh, he like reels back and like glass shatters and like multiple like of his heads start disappearing. It's I like, feel
1: like this is the biggest fedora tipping game. Tap. I can see this is the game that like. The guy that, you you hop on your TF2 trade underscore Minecraft underscore V3 Alpha 4 map, and he has, like, the fucking, uh, the, the, the rap, fuck, what, um, not Rapidash, um, the, the blue My Little Pony. He has, like, the, the My Little Pony avatar. And this is the type of game that he tries to tell people about. He's the guy who says
0: Dogda is right. Now, see, Ted, there's a reason there are so many chaos chads and finger quotes that who play SMT, because they hate everything. This is the hardcore edgy JRPG for losers. That's why I <laughs> love it. So anyway, you tell God he's a sack of shit, and then they all start disappearing. But then, uh, big spoiler, uh, Flynn, who's the protagonist of the previous game, is with you. But then also sort of the other samurai, because they come back. Big story thing, I won't even bother explaining it. But you have two parties now, so you like it's you and your demons, and then it goes like woo and swips over to the other side, where you now play as the four samurai from the other game and you start beating the shit out of God too. It's a super oh, that's cool, cool. It's a really, really cool fight. So you take your turns denouncing God, and your perception of him changes. So instead of seeing him as a benevolent figure, you now see him as a big fucking monster. So he transforms into a monster. He transforms into this multi headed snake. That has all these various things uh, attached to him. he like a human head. He's got a demon head. He's got like a grasshopper head. He's got like a frog head. And I looked this up. The reason he looks like that is what Christianity would do is throughout their like just conquering of like other religions, they would denounce other people who lived there or like merge their gods with their things or denounce them. Like uh, in Celtic mythology, they would transform various gods into just kings or something. And they'd say like, these aren't gods. We have God. These are just like people. Get it? Oh like this is a monster. You can't worship this is pagan shit. This is this is uh horrible. Like Cernunos. Sir Cernunos Sir was a big like goat dude who lived out in the woods, but he had horns, so they' kinda like the devil. So they they made him they demonized him. So he became that, but all the heads are supposed to represent different things that happened, like the Bible. Like the human head is the head of Adam. Uh you get the grasshopper head from like the plagues and shit. you, you get the idea. Yeah, yeah. So you beat the shit out of God, you keep calling him a piece of shit, and then God dies saying that, like, even if I fall here, humans will continue to believe in me because it's convenient. Whenever something bad happens, they'll say it's because God did it, and I will eventually reform. You're only delaying the inevitable, and when I come back, I'll going and write for you fuckers, and then disappears. Eh. And then the, then the game ends with this happy little thing where there's a big hole in the fucking ceiling because they call it the ceiling, the big dome over them, where all the people are finally getting together because you kill all the angels, you kill all the demons, there's no manipulation anymore, God's gone, everyone can actually work together and try to be humanity again. And the new Dogda who got replaced, is like, I'm glad I got stuck with you, kid. And I'm thinking, that doesn't make any sense, Dogda. you're not the original one, you wouldn't say that, but whatever, I'll take that ending anyway. <laughs> the evil ending is, is a little less cool. Well, actually, this might be cool if you're a fedora tipper. So instead, so it's you, Dogda Flynn, who's mind controlled. Uh, one of your friends you are forced to resurrect to be the goddess of the universe. You had to make them the Shinmagami Tensei. Get it? You, so you pick whichever waifu, or you or you could just make it one of the dudes for no reason. Like just make it Navar to be funny. So, so you are becoming going to become the new god. That's the point. You're going to replace Yahweh in the new universe. And so it's you, mind controlled slave, mind controlled Flynn, Dogda, and Satan all have to go beat the shit out of God. So, what you do is instead of like saying, like, God will be like, I help the poor, and you can say, like, yeah, you help these nuts, and then God's like, ooh, and he like reels back in pain (laughs) because you have to denounce God because your friends are all dead. So, you beat the shit out of God, and now it's like, Dogda's like, finally, kid. I can return to my true form and starts fading away. Goodbye, kid. And then you like lose all your power and you like your eyes glow, yell, and you're like, heh. Hey, hey, hey. And now you're the god of the new universe. The end. Oh, also, all your friends are dead. You use their souls to literally make the new universe. They're like dead on top of being dead. The end. What? you, you had to use their souls to make the new universe. Because it's just being equal. so they're
1: they're like Double dead.
0: Yes, they're as dead as dead could possibly be Be concerned with being dead, except for the one waifu you picked, Navarre. And uh, that's Shimigami Tensei 4. This was a very controversial game when it came out. Not for any actual reason, just because people were upset for how persona-y it felt with all your friends constantly cheering you on and how the game is, even though you have the option to be an asshole, is very clearly tailored and written around the idea of you and your friends ganging up together to beat the shit of God and save all of humanity. And people don't like the idea, of, well, they don't really like the idea of a happy ending, first off, which I personally disagree with that part. I don't like the idea of a, a shitty ending after I spent 100 hours playing the game, but <laughs> they don't like the idea that the game is so obviously trying to pander to the cro- to a different crowd that isn't the original hardcore fans. And from what I could gather, the game did not sell as well as the original 4, but, they didn't, but it still sold well enough to make a sequel because they're still making SMT5 on the Switch, which, even though they had a couple trailers for, have not shown off in like a two years, and I'm very concerned. Please let that game be coming out because despite well, all the shitty things in the story, the gameplay in, in four, uh, 4 Final was really good, the new way you fused your demons with the compendium, the plus affinity skills, like, it's super fucking good. Like, I didn't fucking put 110 hours in this game because I hate the story. I put 110 hours in this game because it's really fucking fun. And also, it is kind of nice to indulge in the idea of just being a huge asshole with the... Like the hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I getcha. So, like, I would actually still recommend both 4 and 4 Final, but, like... If you really hate anime tropes with like your like JRPG, if you just hate Persona, Me. you'll you will both love and hate for
1: just because you get the option to kill them all. It'll appeal to that sadist in you. I don't know. If I was playing this game, I don't think it would be sadism at all. I think it would just be like a gleeful, uh, a gleeful exercise to get rid of these fucking annoying anime characters. hashtag Fuck anime. I agree. You know what else has fucked this podcast? Uh, It's actually, fuck, it's been a little bit, because I've been uh, working, and then you've been doing dumb stuff. I have also been working, Tad. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, but you just push carts, dude. That's not even like a real job. I I think you legit work more hours than I do right now.
0: Dude, I not only work a shitload of hours, but I do so much goddamn work out there because I do like three things because nobody else is going to goddamn do them. You know, Ted, you know that tonic trouble video I had on my YouTube channel where where I just said no one else is going to do it, so I'll just do it. (laughs) <laughs> it wasn't because I liked the game. It's just because I just felt like no, someone had to. That's kind of how I feel with doing my job. Where like I'll see a bunch of shit that no one cleaned up, and I'll just be like, "Well, no one else is gonna fucking do it. I'll clean the, I'll sweep the fucking lot, even though it's the janitor's job. I'll fucking you know do it. I'll carry all these fucking groceries for these old people because fucking
1: no one else is gonna do it." Well, Alex, I will say that is actually a very good attitude to have. So, you know what? You know what would be even better? You know, take that. Take that can-do attitude and try and do those end plugs. Because you know what, Alex? I'm not going to do it.
0: Okay. Uh, you can find the podcast here on goddamn uh, YouTube, which is probably where you're watching it. We also have it uploaded to other locations that I don't know because you didn't send them to me.
1: iTunes, Google Play, and
0: Spotify. Yeah, you can find us on there even though you probably won't. Keep it going. Come on. you can... I believe in uh, you, Alex uh uh what else do we say Uh, i want to give a shout out to all our people on patreon we do that here too
1: that's true Because we we do have uh, a patreon
0: you can give us your money we'll we'll use it to continue to make new but better audio equipment that doesn't suck ass and and motivate
1: us to actually do our jobs uh twitter discord etc etc it's all in the description there um thanks for listening to this one here uh it was nice to learn about SMT cuz I genuinely had no idea what it was about at all.
0: And if they like so. it I can go and uh do the other games too cuz there's a lot to talk about in every game cuz like I said I didn't want to make this like a 4-hour long fucking episode where I go into the entire history of this really long series. So if yeah. they like it I, I can
1: try like I can do like a Nocturne one or a Strange Journey one if you know people care. Yeah, we'll see. So uh thanks for listening again and um you know, Alex, you really fucking should streamline these ending things, but I'm just going to go ahead and end it for us and say, Dogdo was right. Dogda was right, and so was Walter. Most unlucky for
0: you. Dabs. Dab.